0: Welcome to another episode of Geek's Crossing. I'll start off with a question. Do you want to be famous? That's right, we're once again talking about Total Drama Island. For those not keeping track at home, in the very first duo episode of Geek's Crossing, Eric and I went over the series as a whole. At the beginning of the year, I ranked Ridiculous Race Teams after binging it in December. Early last month, I talked about Total Drama Reunion, a Total Drama fan project that went viral. And very recently, Total Drama Island landed itself on my Top 10 Favorite Cartoons of the 2000s. I'm very proud of all of those episodes, so I recommend giving them all a listen if you've got the time. But a lot has changed since I recorded my Top 10 Cartoons of the 2000s. Well, maybe not that much has changed, but one very notable elephant in the room has appeared. Total Drama Island is back. That's right, Warner Brothers has announced two more seasons of everybody's favorite animated competition show, Perhaps hopes and dreams for these new seasons will be discussed in another episode, I don't know. It is unclear right now how the new seasons will be formatted. I've heard it's going to be returning characters, a whole new cast, returning characters that act like they're meeting each other for the first time because it's actually a reboot. Personally, I think they're going to have all new characters, since many of the old ones are currently preoccupied sitting around in a daycare making fart jokes in Total Rama. But whatever happens, I always jump at the opportunity to talk about this series. I've been pondering over this list for some time, and this reveal seems like the perfect time to discuss. Let's say that these new seasons, or new seasons in the future, hypothetically, end up using old contestants. There's plenty of all-star oldies that I think we'd all like to see duke it out. Owen, Gwen, Duncan, Heather, Alejandro, to name a few. But if tradition holds, none of those five are going to be winning. Total Drama has a running trend. Nobody ever wins more than one season. Heck, nobody ever even reaches the final two in more than one season. Though part of that is because whoever reaches the final two does win, at least in one country. Knowing this, I thought of which old contestants would make the best winners. Who deserves the comeback of the decade to return to a dormant franchise and claw their way to a million dollars? So that's what we're going to be going through today. My list of the most worthy Total Drama contestants who have yet to win. I'll admit out of the gate that there's going to be a lot of my own bias in this list. I tried to be subjective, but two things consistently happened. One, I shout out some of my favorite contestants. Now, I happen to believe that this is because I'm drawn to underdog contestants who deserve to win, but I wanted to be upfront. Two, most of these contestants are from the first generation. I made a point to mention some top-notch members of the Revenge of the Island and Pocateo Island casts, but let's be honest here, the, the cast as a whole in these two seasons were kind of lacking in comparison to the originals. Oh, and I should also say as a disclaimer, I'm not counting characters who debuted in the spin-off series, The Ridiculous Race, because it's very clear if they would ever come back, and they certainly wouldn't come back in a standard Total Drama Island season, at least I don't think so. Okay, all those aside, let's fly through some honorable mentions. Bridget always seemed like the perfect contender to return and finally win. After a really decent run in Ireland, she performed abysmally in action, getting the first boot alongside her boyfriend Jeff, as well as in World Tour, where she was the victim, I believe the first female victim, of Alejandra Scheman, and of course, another victim of her team's curse. To date, this is the last time she's ever been in the competition, though she did nab a big role in the Aftermath show in action and World Tour. For a while, she seemed easily worthy, and for being on my honorable mentions list, she I think she still is. However, Jeff's bizarre win in the ridonculus race kind of overshadowed the need for a Bridget comeback, at least in my opinion. It would be welcome, and her addition in the cast of Total Drama Rama after several years of absence does mean people are still thinking about her. Can't believe I had to say something good about Total Drama Rama. Moving on, Topher was one of the contestants in Total Drama Pocketo Island who I found rather interesting. Surrounded by likable characters who I found humorous but not quite worthy of a win, like Max, and detestable, annoying characters who, for some reason, constantly found themselves as the main focus, like Dave, Topher was, as I said, interesting. His whole gimmick involved him being self-absorbed and attempting to have the network replace Chris McLean with himself as host, a sort of a younger model. He wasn't quite a villain, but his stubbornness and ego made him the season's quote-unquote pretty boy contestant, such as previous characters like Alejandro and Justin. They could have done something with this, and indeed, if Topher ever comes back, I can see him being a decent, scheming contestant, perhaps even a winner. I don't have very much to say about Izzy. She's one of the show's classic contestants, and the first example of a character who was eliminated early, then brought back, and had a real comeback in the competition. She's unhinged and psychotic, but that's what everybody loves about her. Admittedly, due to her craziness, it would have to be some very interesting circumstances that could lead to her victory, but I'm all for it. Returning to Pocket Island, I do want to bring up Sammy. I don't know if I'd say she was a particularly memorable character. This is Pocket Island we're talking about here, guys. But like Topher and Max, she was one of the season's new contestants that was sort of interesting. She came on the show with her mean girl, bratty, identical twin sister, Amy, who was particularly ruthless in bullying her. I mean, Sammy's real name is Sammy, but the joke is that Amy calls her Sammy since she's the same as her. Early on, with the help of her teammate Jasmine, Sammy stood up to Amy, sneakily eliminated her and disguised herself as Amy because the team thought they eliminated Sammy. If that makes any logical sense whatsoever. For another episode or two, Sammy tries to hold her own weight while disguised as her sister, only for Amy to come back, call her out, and have her teammates eliminate her. If you just watched the first episode, the amy sammy drama seemed like it was going to be a key piece of the season's story. And it was! For about four or five episodes before it was over and never mentioned again. If you need to include Pocketo Island contestants for a future season, I think Sami's a good choice. It'd be interesting to see her as a contestant on her own, as her first season had hinted it would do, but never really did. It would be another underdog win, and I've already said I'm a big fan of those. There are other characters I like, such as Max, who I already mentioned, Dawn, the creepy psychic, Bee, the tech whiz who never spoke a word, Brick, the military cadet, and even Ella, the Disney princess. All five of them had pretty unfair eliminations, if you recall, but as contestants, they're definitely more out there so I can fully understand not having any of them win. But our final honorable mention, a position I've taken to calling the honorary number 11 spot due to it being the closest to making it on the list, goes to Sam. The chubby, geeky gamer who made his debut in Revenge of the Island had a pretty mediocre run. He made it into about the middle of the pack and even got a chance to get with a rich fashionista turned giant mutant. Revenge of the Island was a very strange season, wasn't it? Due to showrunners wanting Total Drama All-Stars to have seven contestants from both of the two generations at the time, they decided to forego the staple of the series, Owen, in favor of Sam. And as annoyed as that made me, it could have been okay. Hey, I like Sam. But the season had nothing for him to do. It was clear from the first or second challenge that they were just keeping around Sam as an easy boot for his team, to protect the characters with plot armor like Mike and Zoe. Lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. After getting ruthlessly physically abused for four episodes, off the top of my head, getting banished to Boney Island, stung by jellyfish, hit with leeches and used as a human shield by his own teammates, he was eliminated on the grounds of cheating in a challenge and was mercifully sent away. I think there's a lot of room for Sam's improvement. In an environment where he's not a sacrificial lamb, the geeky gamer could definitely stand to make it far. Alrighty, with the addition of Sam, we reach my proper list. Everybody ready? Starting off with my number 10 spot, I've picked Harold. I know what you're all thinking. Harold deserves to be way higher. It's no secret that my boy was robbed from the Duncan vs. Harold bully vs. nerd finale that Total Drama Action should have been. And with a horrible performance in Total Drama World Tour, eliminating himself to save DJ and getting the second boot of the whole show if you don't count Duncan, like Bridget, he's fortunate that Total Drama Rama decided to revive his character. Indeed, it's really never been as good for Harold as it was in the later episodes of Total Drama Action. This lovable, socially awkward, Napoleon Dynamite parody proved himself a worthy contestant, clawing his way to the final five of his season. And Harold is one of my favorite characters, so then why number 10? I guess I just find him slightly past his prime. He had a really good performance in Total Drama Action, and I just don't know if he can replicate something like that. His rivalry with Duncan, one of, if not the most interesting plot points about him, is practically ancient history now. Would it be tricky? Sure. Are Harold's best days behind him? It very well may be so. But maybe it's worth it for our plucky, hopeless, beatboxing nerd to try again. Alright, let's move on to number nine. Tyler. (laughs) I freaking love Tyler. He's one of the most underrated contestants of the first generation, easily. After seeing the first three seasons for the first time, Tyler was my favorite character for a while. Since then, he's been replaced with other contestants, but make no mistake, I still love this clumsy jock. Hey, I warned you ahead of time about my bias. Unlike Harold, Tyler has never had an outstanding season. He's only competed twice. In Island, where he was eliminated early due to his own wimpiness and Courtney's plot armor, and in World Tour, where he made it further and became Alejandro's lackey for a little while. Only to be betrayed by him in Area 51 when he was no longer necessary. Heck, Tyler didn't even get thrown a bone by Total Drama Rama, being passed over for the baby treatment. However, you'll notice that he did a bit better in World Tour than in Island, so it stands to reason that next season he's in, he can do even better than that. Maybe winning? To some extent, I do kind of like Tyler's role as more of a supporting character. He's not bright and he's pretty clumsy. Neither of those treats scream winner, hence why he's all the way down at number nine. Still, I think there's a lot to this lovable, underrated character, and it stands to reason that he could outdo his World Tour performance with another appearance. Okay, number eight's going to be controversial for sure, but I'm prepared to back up my pick. Sugar. That's right. The bizarre contestant from Pocketo Island who was the season's token gross character and sort of villain. She was portrayed as this idiotic country hick. Then halfway through the season, the writers realized they didn't have an actual jerk character. Topher was a little self-absorbed, Max was hilariously over-exaggerated, and Scarlet was biding her time. So they gave this spot to Sugar, who began abusing her teammate Ella, and in the Final Four became downright villainous. Look, I'm definitely not here to say Sugar was the best character in Total Drama, Pocketeau Island. She's one of the better ones, in my opinion, but the writers really didn't know what to do with her. However, as I've said time and time again, Pocketeau Island was an exceptionally weak cast of contestants. You've got weirdos like Max, Ella, Rodney, and Leonard who are silly and fun but probably don't deserve to win. And then everybody else who really wasn't a complete gimmick made it to the final four Jasmine, Sugar, Sky, and Sean. The latter two, who I can't count because, well, they've both already won. However, Jasmine, in addition to Dave, both received a lot of character development through their connections to the other characters. In this case, Sean and Sky, respectively. I've already given my thoughts about Dave. Though I suppose Jasmine would make sense to return due to her messed-up elimination and non-winner status. If she made somebody else's list, I wouldn't be surprised. But Sugar's more intriguing to me. She's this loud, obnoxious, semi-arrogant contestant who I feel would play very well against others. She's, she'd be a good anti-hero, or a semi-villain, who could somehow luck her way to the final two in a similar style to Heather in World Tour, though obviously a lot stupider and less iconic than that. And Jasmine, like I said, was very close to Sean and received a lot of development through that. Sugar was kind of just there, so. <laughs> so of all the Total Drama Pocket to Island contestants, I think Sugar is actually the most worthy of a win. Simply for her character development, placement in the final three of her season, and relative independence and ability to play off of many characters instead of just one or two, like Sky, Dave, Sean, and to a lesser extent, Jasmine. Alright, that takes us to our number seven, Noah. If you remember my series Overview with Eric, this should come as a shock to you. Noah is my favorite contestant in all of Total Drama. He went from a forgettable, sarcastic bookworm in Ireland, who was the first member of his team to be voted out, to a lovable, sarcastic wit in World Tour, who was still the first member of his team to be voted out. <laughs> I love everything about this character, from his biting one-liners, to his constant expression of complete disinterest, to his tight-knit friendship he'd forged with Owen. So what on earth is keeping Noah down at number seven, if he's so great? Well, Noah's got something that none of the other contestants on this list have gotten. And that is a terrific appearance in the Ridonculous Race. Yeah, spoiler alert for those who thought Leonard was going to be on this list, I guess. But for real, Noah received character development I hadn't even thought he needed. His partnership with Owen in that show was awesome, as I said in my character rankings episode, and it's tough not to root for them. The duo's alliance with the sisters team, due to Noah's crush on member Emma, was also one of the highlights of the whole show. With all that under his belt, I genuinely don't think Noah absolutely demands a total drama win. Of course, it wouldn't suck. (laughs) He is my favorite character, after all, and he's never made it to the merge in any season in which he's participated. He's on this list for a reason. I just feel like he's got an opportunity that very few of his fellow contestants got by getting to return for a fantastic ride in the ridiculous Race, and that was enough of an honor in its own right, at least if you ask me. Okay, up next with number six, I've chosen Joe. Another peculiar choice, I'm sure, joining the likes of Sugar, but I have my reason. Joe's kind of this semi-awkward yet firm-handed sporty girl who premiered in Revenge of the Island. She did pretty good, making it to the final five, but got the short end of the stick in All-Stars, as did everyone else in that season other than maybe Scott, Mike, and Zoe. like, let's be honest with ourselves. She was reduced to a thorn in Heather's side in a conflict over team leadership that went absolutely nowhere, and was quickly eliminated in her team's second-ever elimination, only outlasting Lightning on the villainous vultures. To be honest, I think Joe would have been a stronger contender for the final two in Revenge of the Island than Lightning. She was always meaner than Lightning— and I never liked how Lightning was this easygoing tryhard for most of the season, up until the last two episodes, where he just abruptly became really mean for the sake of the show no longer having a really mean character. Joe, on the other hand, was already mean, and also bullied Cameron non-stop for being a weakling. Joe's conflict in All-Stars could have gone a bit farther, maybe, but it didn't. So now I think the stage is set for Joe as the villain, or at least an antagonistic figure of a new season. Someone who can bully and harass her way to the final two, where she'll win, at least in some countries. For now, though, we'll just have to settle with her abysmal performance in All-Stars as the very last we've seen of Joe. Let us move on to another contestant with a two-letter name. My number five pick, DJ. Everybody loves DJ. Other than maybe Owen, nobody in this show better represents the phrase gentle giant. In Total Drama Island, he was actually the second contestant to step foot onto Camp Wawanaqua and he's found a comfortable place in the hearts of most Total Drama fans ever since. Seriously, maybe he's not everybody's favorite, but I don't think I've ever encountered anybody who's hated DJ. He developed a reputation over the course of the first season as a dependable, friendly, hardworking, mildly cowardly teammate, with a soft spot for animals and a fear of serial killers, which would ultimately be his downfall. Still, I think most were excited for his return in action. Unfortunately, he entered an illegal alliance with Chef, which while somewhat entertaining, killed his chances in the game. He did go out the honorable way, though, by exposing his cheating to his peers and accepting the responsibility of his actions. But if Season 2 challenged DJ, Season 3 was just cruel to him. He whimpered through nine challenges afflicted with a strange Egyptian curse, causing him to harm, or be harmed by, any animal he came in contact with, and causing his team to lose all of its members in the first half of the season becoming a non-entity after DJ's own elimination in Jamaica. Like Tyler, DJ was also not given a slot in Total Drama Rama, meaning he has truly been done dirty. From hard-working, friendly contestant, to disgraced cheater, to cursed, involuntary animal abuser, and that's that? DJ would be one of the ultimate comeback stories, and I do think, should he be given the opportunity to ever return, he would be a force to be reckoned with. He's physically strong, has three seasons of experience under his belt, and is sociable enough to form alliances. That said, there are a few factors keeping him at number five. Notably, he's become a lot more flanderized in his recent appearances, and went from a well-rounded, nature-loving guy in Ireland, to a cowardly, tree-hugging mama's boy by the time he was eliminated in World Tour. Still, there's plenty of room for redemption. Alright, we are officially crossing the thresholds into contestants that a majority of Total Drama fanbase would absolutely want to win. Starting with number four, Lindsay. Remember earlier how I said the action finale should have been between Duncan and Harold? Well, I do think that would have been tremendous. But I think another really excellent option would have been Duncan versus Lindsay. Interestingly, rumor has it that this was the original plan, but Lindsay's voice actress was busy with another project and didn't have time to spare to record her lines for the last six or seven episodes of the season. This is just a rumor, but it makes a lot of sense. In many ways, Lindsay's similar to DJ a wonderful first season, but all downhill since. However, that does her second season appearance a great discredit. I will say, Lindsay is the only contestant in Total Drama history to have not one, not two, but four BS eliminations. Most of us remember Lindsay as Heather's lackey in Total Drama Island, up to the point where the ditzy blonde cursed her out in one of the funniest, most satisfying moments of that whole season. She was the last to cross the finish line of a bike race. And though many others also failed to cross the finish line, they technically couldn't anymore since their bikes were busted, so Lindsay was out. As unfair as that was, seeing as Owen and Duncan were the contestants who failed to cross, I guess I'd rather lose Lindsay than either of them that season. Although then again, I guess Duncan could have gotten eliminated. He had a really good action anyway. I digress. And besides, as I said before, boy did Lindsay go out in a blaze of glory. Lindsay premiered in action as someone fresh from the influence of Heather. And in fact, outlasted her former mentor. She worked her way to becoming smarter, more able, and a better leader in later challenges, even after the merge. It seemed like the perfect time to have her win. Only that didn't happen, because Lindsay accidentally cast a vote for herself at a close elimination ceremony, giving herself the boot. Whoopsie. Lindsay returned again in the following season, World Tour where she was placed on DJ's cursed Team Victory. Noticing a lot of Team Victory members on this list. She made a decent showing and actually had a pretty funny season out of the spotlight of drama that she was in the previous two seasons. I particularly liked how Tyler had become so irrelevant by that point that Lindsay couldn't even remember dating him, let alone who he was. Still, her elimination here was also arguably unfair, since it was decided with a fashion show, and she was the only one who actually tried. DJ was trying to get eliminated and failed. In hindsight, Lindsay's story could have ended here, but they drudged the poor blonde out to compete in a single episode of Total Drama All-Stars, flanderizing her to the point that, infamously, she did not know how to push a baby carriage, costing her team the challenge and earning herself the first boot. While casting her vote, she stamped her own face instead of an actual vote. Because as you know, that's what ditzy people typically do. Forget how to use stamps, paper, and push baby carriages. Yikes. That is the last we've seen from Lindsay. A fan-favorite character, it's a real surprise to me that she has not appeared in Total Drama Rama. but then again, neither has one of the series' main mascots, Heather, so who knows. Her last appearance being absolutely pathetic, Lindsay's definitely the kind of popular, likable, down-on-her-luck contestant who would use a redemption arc. I don't think there's many people who would be opposed to her nabbing a win, and hopefully... The rest of the spots in this list will be similar, including number three, Lashana. When I first got into Total Drama, Lashana really wasn't one of my all-time favorite contestants, but as I've re-watched it over the years, along with characters like DJ, Jeff, Bridget, and Heather, I've really warmed up to her. And seeing as we've already talked about Bridget and DJ, and Jeff and Heather have both won in the past, it's about time we talk about Lashana. Lashana really didn't have a crazy plotline in Total Drama Island. She was more or less a shoulder-cry-on for Gwen and Bridget, and a firm foe against season-villain Heather. Still, she was a funny and likable character. Her one-liners and genuine good-naturedness against Heather's slimy tactics made Lashana one of the most popular contestants of the first season. <sighs> and unfortunately, that brings us to her elimination. Lashana may have been fairly eliminated since... But she had arguably the most unfair elimination in Total Drama history in Total Drama Island. In an episode focusing on all of the eliminated contestants, Chris reveals that they will be able to eliminate the next contestant still in the game. Through a very shady process that included multiple votes from the same person, as well as multiple votes from a nearby parrot, Lashana was kicked off of Total Drama Island. It's not like I desperately wanted her to win Total Drama Island. I recognize that Owen, Gwen, Duncan, and Heather were a great Final Four. But would it have killed the writers to actually have her eliminated by her peers? What's worse is that there was a whole episode right after where nobody got eliminated. Well, except for Mr. Coconut. Couldn't LaShawna have still been around and gotten eliminated alongside Mr. Coconut in an actual fair elimination ceremony? I don't know, off the top of my head, maybe she was being bossy or rude and Duncan and Owen teamed up with Heather or something to get rid of her. I don't know, but why do her dirty like that? Well, Lashawna at least got to rejoin in Seasons 2 and 3, but unlike Lindsay, who was awesome in both, Lashawna really struggled. She became kind of a jerk in action, blabbing about all of her fellow contestants in a hidden camera moment. Then again, she was talking to a trusted friend and tried to apologize to her fellow teammates after she was caught, Her third, and thus far final appearance, was in World Tour, where she was one of the earliest contestants eliminated. She fell for Alejandro's dirty tricks, though she did have an admittedly funny moment punching Heather in the face, causing the mean girl to require a fake tooth that she's had in every appearance since. Now, super hardcore Total Drama fans, and young children alike, can both watch LaShana in Total Drama-rama, but for the rest of us, we're stuck with the final appearance of such a major figure being her getting thrown out of a plane in Germany. This is what puts her above Lindsay for me. Lindsay had three pretty solid seasons, and one horrendous all-star appearance. Lashana had one solid season, followed by two mediocre ones. Therefore, I kind of feel like Lashana would benefit more from a new appearance, let alone for a win. It would vindicate all the wrong turns she took in Action World Tour, that being talking smack about her friends and falling for Alejandro's scheme, respectively. Heck, some people still say Lashana should have been an all-star, and yeah, that's a pretty fair position to take. I mean, if it was me, I would have kicked Sierra right out of there put Lashawna in. What, what the heck did Sierra offer that whole season? <laughs> Man, how on earth do you top Lindsay and Lashawna? Well, my number two spot is actually from a different generation. I'm talking about Scott. I'll be completely honest. When I first watched Revenge of the Island, and even when I've rewatched it, I kind of hated Scott. <laughs> <laughs> He's responsible, partially or completely, for the eliminations of great contestants like Sam, Dawn, and B. And he didn't even do it with a cool strategy like how Heather and Alejandro did it. His strategy was to throw the challenge and eliminate his own teammates. And then, of course, he switched teams and got a chance to eliminate some new teammates. He got his just desserts at the hands, or should I say the fins, of a vengeful mutant shark named Fang, who nearly killed him at the end of Total Drama Revenge of the Island. Like I said... was a very, very weird season. (laughs) Still, he survived and recovered enough to appear in Total Drama All-Stars as a member of the villainous vultures. And I'll just say, as someone who's never really been a real fan of Mike and Zoe, Scott is the only character who I believe actually improved in All-Stars. It was nice seeing him as a member of an actual team, this snarky, sort of gross, dim-witted rat (laughs) surrounded by actual calculating villains like Heather, Alejandro, and all-Star's pathetic main villain, Mal. It actually makes him funny and likable. Scott is still Scott, he's still his crummy person, but he's now more of a team player. He's sort of like Joe in Revenge of the Island. Mean, but forced to play by these rules. I also really like the decision to pair him with Courtney, though I know it's very, very controversial. That was another aspect of All-Stars that was mostly handled well, in my opinion. Probably could have used Duncan, at least. Uh, maybe somewhere in there. But it was handled well until that bizarre, poorly written episode where Courtney abruptly reveals that she was just using Scott to get further in the game. Whatever. Despite the admirable direction it decided to take Scott, this is still Total Drama All-Stars we're talking about. So stupid writing decisions such as these should be expected. With Scott's eye-rollingly ridiculous quote-unquote elimination in All-Stars... Zoe choosing to eliminate him over Mike, despite the fact that she knew Mal had taken over Mike, there's definitely room for a return. I mean, he's now placed fourth and then third. Surely his next position will be second or first, again, depending on your country. All right, I've now gone through the reasons why Harold, Tyler, Sugar, Noah, Joe, DJ, Lindsay, Lashana, or Scott should win a future season of Total Drama. Unfortunately for all of you, I'm going with perhaps the most predictable contestant for my number one pick, and choosing Courtney. As I said in my Total Drama Reunion episode, where I do think they were setting up Courtney to win, it's a very, very popular wish among fans. And I do think there's a reason for it. Think about it. Among all the first generation contestants, and most second generation contestants other than maybe Scott and Joe, Courtney is the most important most central character to have never won a season. Think about it, who are the main players throughout all three original seasons? I would argue Owen, Gwen, Heather, Courtney, and Duncan, and Alejandro if you count him as a first-generation contestant, which I do. There are other contestants who are important in some of the first three seasons, but not all of them, like Trent, Bridget, LaShawna, Lindsay, Harold, Cody, maybe Noah if you're feeling generous. But those six I listed before, Owen, Gwen, Heather, Courtney, Duncan, Alejandro, these are truly the series icons if there ever are any. And of all six of them, Courtney is the only one who has never won a season. And why not? She was powerful enough to be viewed as something of a team leader in Total Drama Island, though she didn't make it to the merge due to Harold rigging the elimination votes against her. She joined kind of late in action and made it to the Final Four, Though, to be fair, she acted like a spoiled brat the whole season. She was incredibly important throughout World Tour, one of the three cogs in the infamous love triangle with Gwen and Duncan. Again, she kind of served as the leader of her team. And again, she made it past the merge. Though she only tied for sixth place due to her helping Alejandro cheat in a challenge. And in All Stars... Oh, All Stars, the potential you had! (laughs) Courtney was okay in All Stars, making up with Gwen, starting a romance with Scott... But, as I've already said, this is All-Stars we're talking about, so it all fell apart. She reverted to her old, high-and-mighty control freak habits on the drop of a hat, and earned herself the boot in the final five. In my Total Drama Reunion episode, I mentioned the YouTuber Noah, who did Total Drama content back in the day. A few years ago, he had a guest on his channel, and they talked about how All-Stars could have been improved, going through a superior elimination order that ended with a Courtney Scott finale. Personally, I think this would have definitely been the way to go. Again, never been big on Mike and Zoe. But I guess that's just wistful thinking. In reality, if the new season of Total Drama should have Courtney in it as a contestant, many will be hoping, perhaps even expecting, that she finally gets her day and claims the ever-elusive million-dollar prize. Well, at least in some countries. You just listen to a Geeks Crossing podcast. Which of my picks do you think deserves to win a new season of Total Drama above all the others? Do you have a pick you think should have made my list? And are you excited for the new seasons of total drama island answer all these questions for me in the discord link is in the bio of this episode as always follow us on instagram at geeks crossing and continue to listen to us on anchor spotify google or apple podcast iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasting needs i'm matt and it's time for me to go take the boat of losers out of here